Well, the voice is a little bit better. Let's see if we can get through an entire radio program. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And I welcome you to the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Well, my voice is beginning to start getting better. It's been a little over two weeks since I had some surgery. And the uh, breathing tube they used caused some irritation to the vocal cords to the point that I couldn't even speak for a few days. And so here we are. Things are beginning to get better. I'm going to try to talk a bit softer today to try to preserve the voice as best as I can. And I do have a lot to share today on the program, so kind of bear with me. Got some topics that I want to talk about, some things that happened this past weekend that I think are so exciting, and a whole lot more. As many of you know, my wife and I were away this past weekend. I was at a pastor's retreat, and I had a wonderful time, even though it's not my denomination. We were invited to be there. And I really needed to be there. I really did. So many good things happened. A lot of time to think, a lot of time to pray, to look at what we're doing with this radio program and all the things that God has laid out before us moving into the future. I can remember, and I want to start here at this point. I can remember when the idea of doing a radio program on shortwave and also as a podcast first began to take shape in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind that after what I experienced in the first months of the pandemic in 2020, working back in emergency management really changed my thinking. I looked at the work that I was doing for a county and the information I was being asked to share. But in my job, I was doing a tremendous, a tremendous amount of research, and it was becoming increasingly obvious that much of what I was being told to share was simply not true. I became deeply concerned. Why why is our, why are agencies of our federal government lying to us? Why is the media jumping on the lie? Why are states, and some states worse than others, and even local governments parroting things that are obviously not true? Like I said, when you do what I was doing in the work that I was doing, you do a lot of research. And I'm finding so much contradictory evidence that has been around for years regarding things like coronaviruses. The fact there had been a coronavirus in the early 2000s and the proper ways to treat it. Suddenly, you're not allowed to talk about those things. Suddenly, they became fake news. Let me tell you something. In the work that I did, early on, in February, March, April, and May. In the time that I was out of retirement, I was involved in many private conversations, online meetings, and things were discussed. 
and it was obvious to all of us this was a man-made virus. This did not come from nature. We knew that in, in literally end of February, in March and April, yet you could never dare say that to the media. The lie had to be maintained that it came from a wet market in Wuhan. You could never say it came from a lab, any lab, let alone the Wuhan lab. And as I look back now, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. I can see a number of reasons why. I'm also surprised, but I'm also baffled. Why is it the Department of Energy? Why are they the ones that are now being the whistleblowers saying all the evidence for the coronavirus comes from a lab in Wuhan? Why isn't it the NIH, you know, Dr. Fauci's old group that sent money to Wuhan that's making the claim? Doesn't make any sense. Why not the Department of Defense that happens to have biolabs or did have 23 biolabs in Ukraine? Why are they not the ones blowing the whistle? Why did presidential candidates like Joe Biden and many others go literally insane at the suggestion of a lab-made virus, particularly mentioning Wuhan? And now it is totally acceptable. Of course, that's a political game. We'll get into that in a few moments. When I first started this radio program in August of 2020, from the very beginning, we told you this was a man-made virus. The probability of a intentional or accidental escape was high. Wuhan would be a reasonable target for a source. I can think of several others now that I look back over these last couple of years. But anybody that said man-made virus or Wuhan was completely condemned by the folks at the CDC, the NIH, our intelligence apparatus and the idiotic mainstream media. They all just fell into groupthink because, see, the folks at MSNBC are incapable of thinking for themselves. They must be told what to think. They're hired for their looks, not their brains. They're all idiots, every one of them. And some of them, I'm not even sure if they're hired for their looks unless they're trying to meet some kind of quota. MSNBC, CNN, all of them. They play the quota game, every one of them. And they put these reprobate idiots on the television to tell you what to think. And I've met a few people that watch MSNBC and CNN. And they cannot think for themselves. They can only regurgitate what they are told. I don't care what topic it is. Virus, 
Ukraine, doesn't matter. They have their talking points completely put together in such a way where they cannot think. And so we witnessed from the very beginning the fake news media. The real fake news media is ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC is not only fake but reprobate. They are complete losers. <laughs> it's a total stable of losers, freaks and weirdos, pretending they know something. They are even more stupid than the, the girls on The View. I think you have to prove that you are mentally deficient in order to get a job at MSNBC. You have to prove you can't think for yourself to be a talking head at NBC News. And so we were told three years ago, and it never would let up, this came naturally. How dare you say otherwise? And like I say, Wuhan is a good potential location for several reasons. Yet I can think of others because this virus had traveled around quite a bit before it ended up in China. So there's more than one location. And I don't care what Dr. Fauci lied about. Gain-of-function research had been done on a coronavirus for many, many years, first in the United States, and then when it became illegal, we funded it overseas, and I think in more than one lab. The evidence is beginning to stack up. But if you dare said, if you dare said man-made virus, well, you were condemned. If you tried to implicate China, now remember, Joe Biden, his son Hunter, have made mega millions out of China. They are a bought and paid for pair of fools. And so, of course, during the campaign of 2020, Biden is going to protect his financial interest, which is China. And the media provided all the cover he needed. Let me just share this little audio clip to give you an idea of what they were saying at NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, MSNBC, and a few others. My question is, have you seen anything at this point that gives you a high degree of confidence that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was the origin of this virus? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Donald Trump is known for his ridiculous and debunked conspiracies, one of them being this conspiracy that the coronavirus was developed by these mad scientists in a Chinese lab. A day after WHO said U.S. has provided no proof to support the claim that the new coronavirus was developed in a Chinese lab. Something you probably have heard from a certain corner of the right is this theory that the coronavirus, quote, escaped from the lab. 
News organizations, are, including my own, are reporting on Donald Trump turning his intelligence community to now investigate a conspiracy theory about COVID coming from a lab in Wuhan. Army General Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, says the current evidence suggests the coronavirus occurred naturally and was not man-made. Five leading virologists familiar with lab protocols told us it's improbable that the virus somehow escaped. How do we know that it's naturally occurring virus? Because that view, of course, is contested by no lesser a person than President Trump. The Trump administration's assertions that COVID-19 started in a Wuhan lab stemmed from ideology, not intelligence. Yes, uh, Trump uh, continuing and hinting again without any evidence uh, that uh, this uh, virus, this coronavirus, originated uh, not in a market in Wuhan, but actually in a lab. Uh. But that won't stop people from spreading misinformation. And now nearly three in ten Americans believe that COVID-19 was made in a lab. Unfortunately, two of those are President Trump and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Because a team of scientists, scientists with degrees and qualifications, they sequenced the genome of the coronavirus. They broke it down and they found that unlike every butt in Miami, this virus definitely wasn't man-made. So, okay, fine. And now we know they lied to you. And, and I have to wonder how many of them knew they were lying to you when they sat in front of that TV camera and said the things that they said. Or when they sat down in front of their computers and typed their stories for the Washington Post, the New York Times, and Atlantic, you know, Magazine, and many others. When did they know they were lying? Or did they believe it And now they believe the new truth, but feel no responsibility for sharing a lie to begin with three years ago. See, that's one thing that really disturbs me about our media. They can never take responsibility when they're wrong. They are counting on the fact that the majority of American people have an extremely short attention span. They count on the fact that people cannot think for themselves and they just go day by day with a new narrative, kind of like the book 1984. There's a new reality, a new narrative that comes out all the time. History is erased, a new history is created. I wonder how many at MSNBC will act like, well, we always knew it it was a lab virus from China. See, it's okay to say that now. It is politically safe to talk about a China virus. And you may ask yourself, why would that be? How could that happen today? Let me explain the backstory. Let me tell you why suddenly the China virus is okay. Just so you know. We are in a proxy war with Russia using a corrupt nation called Ukraine. And I know I get a lot of people mad at me and they talk about, but see, Russia invaded Ukraine and they go on and on and on. But none of them know the history of that region or that nation. 
Ukraine did not become a nation until 1992 with the fall of the Soviet Union. Over the centuries before, Ukraine has always been a territory or a region of another nation. Poland, Russia, and other empires. In the Second World Wars, I've mentioned this before, those that wanted their own nation sided with the Nazis in Germany because they were promised they would become their own nation. In the 1950s, our government in the United States funded the former Nazis of Ukraine to be an irritant to the Soviet Union, their neighbor. It has also been an historically very corrupt government or leaders or regions or people of power in that in that region called Ukraine. It is considered a money laundering capital. We know the Biden family is heavily invested in Ukraine, has been for years. Joe Biden, his son, made megabucks out of Ukraine with zero experience, zero talents, and a drug habit. Why? Because Ukrainian millionaires wanted to buy United States influence. And now the President of the United States, who doesn't want to help his own people in East Palestine, Ohio, is sending billions of dollars of all kinds of aid and military aid to Ukraine. Billions with a B dollars. And they keep promising more and more. We keep investing more and more into the corrupt, phony, fake government of Ukraine. Vladimir Zelensky is a R-rated comedian who did cabaret acts and was a TV and, and, and movie actor. And he's still being an actor, playing a part on the world stage. And Americans are being fed a pack of lies by the rhinos and the Republican Party, the warmongering, war-loving Democrats, the military-industrial complex, and everybody that is on the take for corrupt money. You know, it wasn't that long ago that we gave a lot of money to Ukraine in early 2022. And by the way, Ukraine then invested a lot of that money we gave them in FTX cryptocurrency. Remember that? Bankman Freed? You know, the billions of dollars disappeared, yet he was the second largest donor to Democrats in 2022. Ukraine is a money laundering operation. So we give taxpayer money to Ukraine. Ukraine then invest money, which disappears in FTX, and FTX invested in Democrats. Do you see the connection? And we're being told we can't believe what we see. 
We can't believe the virus came from China. We can now only because China is beginning to become supportive of Russia in the Ukrainian conflict. So suddenly, it is safe to say politically, the virus came from China. You know, there are those that believe that this coronavirus was also worked on in one of the biolabs in Ukraine for years. There was a time you could do gain-of-function research in the United States. It became illegal. There are plenty of verifiable stories that I have looked at over the past two and a half going on three years. This virus was seen or looked at in Canada. It made its way overseas to China and Ukraine and potentially a couple of other nations. Gain-of-function research has been done on this coronavirus for quite a long time. And here's something even worse. The development of a vaccine of some sort against a coronavirus has been in development long before the beginning of the pandemic. The patents that are held by companies like Pfizer prove it. This entire dog and pony show, it's a fraud. We funded the creation of a virus. We even sent millions of dollars to a level four biolab in China. And who knows how much other money was sent to other places. This virus at one time was at the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. Dr. Ralph Barrick. And you got Peter Daszak. You have him and the EcoHealth Alliance. Lots of money went to them who then funneled that money to biolabs all over outside of the United States to continue the research done in North Carolina. Those that lied to the American people and are still lying, like Dr. Fraud Fauci, all of them, every one of them, needs to be taken before a congressional hearing and then, if appropriate, charged with federal crimes, put on trial, and appropriately punished upon a guilty verdict. What was done to this world is criminal. And even worse, what was done to create artificially high death numbers from corona is equally as reprehensible. I saw this in my time in emergency management firsthand. This is not secondhand. This is not from some website. This is firsthand knowledge on my part. What did you and I know in December and January of 2020 about a coronavirus? Not much. Why would we? And I'd worked in emergency management before with a servant's heart. In other words, I'm used to the idea that there could be a natural disaster, a man-made disaster. The key is to respond to protect people. 
this virus was something new to all of us. But we are being told by agencies we should be able to trust. We're being told lies, actually, but we were being told things from our own government and we responded accordingly. But in time, and in my case, just a matter of months, I realized it was a pack of lies. Too much of this was politics. It was becoming obvious, yet the mainstream media and the never-ending propaganda, even from conservative outlets like Fox News, many of their their people were, were buying into the lie, Newsmax and others. We were told a lot of stuff. The rhinos believe the man-made Uh, Well, they believe the natural origin of the virus. I can remember, you know, people like Lindsey Graham wanting to hold China responsible for the wet market, not the biolab. How many people died of this virus? How many people happened to just test positive but really never had a virus symptom? These are numbers that I think in time will eventually come out. I don't know when, but I pray that they do. You remember the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, and all the ventilators. He needed 30,000 ventilators. 30,000. He demanded that Trump build him 30,000 ventilators because he was now an expert on the coronavirus and ventilators. He got about 3,000. I mean, operation whatever that geared up all this stuff. Companies retooled factories to create ventilators. And where are those 3,000 ventilators now? In storage. Some have been sold at auction. They never were needed. The entire ventilator protocol had one result, an 80% or better death rate. 80% or better. Any doctor will tell you you don't use the ventilator for bacterial pneumonia, which is what people who alleged to have the coronavirus were really getting. Bacterial pneumonia. We're killing them with a ventilator. We're not treating the virus. We're not treating as we had done in the past with the flu. We are doing treatments that guaranteed people would die. We murdered people in the hospital. The CDC protocols are death protocols. I saw a story other day comes from a town that I know quite well for a number of years I was a pastor in Sarasota Florida and medical freedom activists are now vowing to continue pressuring Sarasota Memorial Hospital I know it well I visited countless patients during my time as a hospice chaplain back in the late 90s and early 2000s Many church members before surgery or with an illness, 
I visited that hospital. I even had a parking space in the parking garage reserved. These people are going to gather in March in Tallahassee and they're calling for the Protect Medical Freedom Day. And this supports two bills that are now making their way through the Florida legislature. These bills would ban in Florida vaccine tracking, any kind of vaccine passport, and prohibit any employer from discriminating against employees based upon their inoculation status. The activists include family members of people who were lost to COVID-19. They also plan to gather outside of the Sarasota Memorial Hospital to call attention to a recent report on its COVID-19 response. These families need closure, not cover-up, is what they're demanding. It's a cover-up. The hospital adopted the death protocols and denied any other treatment, even if the families or the patients wanted them. They were murdered in these hospitals. They were killed. And I believe that all these hospital administrators that took the blood money need to be held accountable. Need to be kicked out of the medical profession. And those at the CDC that knew full well they were murdering people should be tried as murderers and spend the rest of their miserable, sick lives in a federal penitentiary. And while it's true, I'm singling out Sarasota Memorial Hospital. It is true in so many other hospitals. The bean counters, the money grubbers, the ones that still demand the phony face diapers anytime you're in their building. These are sick, deranged, and evil individuals. Every one of them. There's a doctor by the name of John Little. He was testifying at a Sarasota Memorial Hospital board meeting to the effectiveness of ivermectin to treat COVID-19. By the way, we knew in 2005 that, that using hydroxychloroquine was also extremely effective. The CDC in 2005 concluded that from the first coronavirus that killed many in the United States. We knew it then. And so here's this doctor testifying. And he was kicked out of that meeting. Because this hospital to this day is still pushing a lie. They have to be held responsible. We must demand responsibility. We need to be in the face of every one of these so-called not-for-profit institutions that are all about the money, 
the incentives they got from the CDC until there are people rotting away in prison for the rest of their unrepentant lives, this is never going to get fixed. And so Dr. John Little testifies before a board meeting of the Sarasota Memorial Hospital and he gets kicked out. What were the outcomes that we had? And we used an independent third party who basically said we had 24% better outcomes than our period. Now, I understand some of that was hard to hear because it was done from a cell phone video. But, you know, these hospital boards are like school boards. They want to work in secret. They don't want the public to know what they're really doing because they would be highly embarrassed. I wonder how many of these administrators that love the money so much really know the truth and don't care. Oh, they're just old people. We need the money. People, when does it end? These meetings are designed to talk about how great these hospitals are. I don't trust many of them anymore. They're run by people that are money lovers. Evil. We know from the Bible, the love of money is the root of all evil. The evil of people unnecessarily dying in nursing homes and hospitals. And these hospitals are just patting themselves on the back with how great they did. Yet we saw how many videos of all these hospital workers in these supposedly overrun hospitals having time to sing and dance with their face mask and do TikTok videos. You know, these hospitals are going to have to be held accountable. Those that doled out this money in death protocols, and how many doctors tried to warn us and they were shut down by the filthy, lying, reprobate media. And people like Joe Biden, another reprobate, undeserving of the position that he has, he will be held accountable before an almighty God for what he has done to this nation and this world. Those that cashed in on this virus... There's a price to pay. What these families who lost loved ones are demanding is simply this. They claim, and I firmly believe, 
that Sarasota Memorial Hospital and all the others used ineffective treatments that were tied to federal money contingent on using those treatments or you don't get paid. This came from the CDC and the NIH. Dr. Fauci. They spoke now of the lack of trust they will have forever for doctors and hospitals because they caved for the money. And they're still trying to pretend they did a great job. These hospitals must be held accountable and everybody involved. Unfortunately, with the Biden administration, it's never going to happen because we have a Department of Injustice that wouldn't know justice. All they know is ideology. Justice, pardon my French, be damned. They don't care. We have to take a break, and it's time to move on from this topic. I've got other things that are equally as important I need to share. And my voice is kind of holding up a little bit, so keep me in prayer. Maybe maybe in another week, the voice will be back. It's beginning to get better. I want to thank Jim Calhoun for sitting in for me these past days. And when I get back from the break, I'm going to tell you where we were and what's going on, plus a couple of other very important news stories you need to hear. I want to thank all of you. I am humbled by the support we have been receiving of late for this radio program and its ever-expanding ministry. Can't thank you enough, but your help is still needed. We are getting close to some very important announcements, maybe within a week or two. And it's only because of your faithfulness. If you believe in this ministry, would you consider giving it your financial support today? If you can, make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. The mailing address is Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. That zip code again, 24319. By the way, you can go to our website, truth2ponder.com. The support link will take you to Give, Send, Go a Christian and very secure way to support this ministry online. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Receiving the Forever King. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now, get a pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. I was on the radio sharing with an Orthodox Jew who had called in, and I was speaking about Micah 5 2. It says about the one who was born in Bethlehem, but beyond that, it says from the days of forever in Hebrew, Mame Olam, the days of forever. Clearly, someone is from the days of forever. Who? Well, everybody is from one point in time. Everybody begins in one point in time, but but there's only one who is from forever. That's God, not an angel. Angels are created, not anything that has a beginning. 
only one answer. It's the creator. Only one has no beginning, God. So the one born in Bethlehem is God. That's Messiah. It's got to be that way because only God is God. Only God is good and only what comes from God is good. So Messiah didn't really come from Bethlehem. He came from eternity. Bethlehem was just a middle point. It wasn't the beginning point. It, it received him from eternity. So we need to be like Bethlehem in your life, and your walk. If you try to produce righteousness or produce love or holiness, it won't be any good because you can't produce God. You can't produce good because if it comes from you, it can't be good. You don't produce love. God is love. You can't produce him from yourself. You must receive him every day from eternity. You receive the love that has always been, always was, and the goodness that always was, the purity that always was. You receive that which you didn't begin, and it will become a blessing in your life. Messiah, the gift of God, is not from Bethlehem, but through Bethlehem from the days of eternity. So all the good you'll ever do in the Lord cannot be produced, but it can be received and then given from the days of eternity. Want more? Ask for the days of eternity. Now, hidden for 2,000 years, now revealed the awesome, unprecedented mystery of the temple doors, yours free. And Sapphire's guarantee to help you become strong and victorious in God. How do you get these gifts free? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. So just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 and you will be blessed. But call now. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to join me in bringing salvation back to God's ancient nation, Israel, and the people of the world from every tribe and tongue throughout the nations. Imagine you could blanket the earth with salvation. You can. It's amazing. Through Shoei Radio, it's the farthest way you can ever spread the gospel. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You'll have a part. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. You can write me direct. Here's how. It's right to the nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. That's the nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 7644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying Shalom Alechem. Peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah Or HaOlam, the Lord of Eternity. Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Bob Bierman. My voice is still, still got a few problems, but it's beginning to get better if I don't push it too hard. I can already tell during the program it's got a little bit weaker, but that's to be expected. It'll take a little more time. And I just covet and thank you for all your prayers and support during this time. Now, I never expected at the last surgery to have an issue with the breathing tube irritating the vocal cords like it did. It can happen. And in talking, by the way, to my surgeon last week, got the good news that things are really looking a lot better than anticipated. And yeah, this problem with the vocal cords should eventually go away. If not, well, we're we're already lining up a, a backup appointment with an ENT just to double check. So far, we're doing everything we're supposed to do. Salt water, gargling, you name it, we're doing it. And there are times the voice gets good and in a short amount of time, <laughs> it, it begins to weaken again. So I, I think you kind of understand where I'm at. You know, I'm just thinking real quick here as we come back into this second segment. Here in the United States, 
Our border is wide open. We've had 5 million people enter this country illegally. This administration takes care of them, but will not take care of people in our own nation. And many of those that are coming to the United States are not even coming here for legitimate reasons. I'm thinking back to the the congressional campaign last year and how the Republicans, if they take the, the House, they're going to impeach the head of the DHS, Mayorkas. And now they admit they don't have the votes. You've got the majority. Which Republicans are refusing to impeach this clown that has put our nation at peril that lies and says the border is secure? When record numbers of people, including terrorists, are just walking across and just being shipped anywhere they want to go being put up in five-star hotels in New York City. We don't have the votes? Is that what you're telling us? I want the names of any Republican that refuses to impeach Mayorkas. They need to be primaried. They need to be shamed. They need to be removed immediately from the Republican Party, never to receive another penny of support. Instantly, I don't want any argument. Mayorkas must be impeached. And if you don't have the votes, get rid of those in in the GOP that are fake, phony, warmongering, reprobate liars. McCarthy, you promised the impeachment. Now you don't have the votes. You better find them or put the list out of those that will not Impeach. We demand to know. I've had enough. Open borders. It's got to come to an end. Natural gas. Gas stoves are suddenly evil. Where did this come from? One of the cleanest burning sources of energy that is plentiful for hundreds, if not thousands of years to come. And now it's a criminal offense. I told my wife, as soon as we can afford to do this, we're switching to gas, even if I have to have a propane tank. It it cooks better anyway. We have a ministry of truth. Where did this come from? We're being told, you know, three years ago, it can't be from a lab. We are lied to every stinking day by the FBI, our own intelligence agencies, the White House. I'm done. I don't believe much of anything coming out of our federal government anymore because they're like the wolf, you know, the the, the boy that cried wolf. The coronavirus was used to steal an election. I still believe that. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care about the phony fact checkers. This administration botched up leaving Afghanistan and now has us in a war in Ukraine. 
It'll become a bigger and more expensive war. Mark my words. And now we know why we can say it's a China virus, because China is going to help Russia. Until then, couldn't say it. What a duplicitous government we have. And now we have in social media, mainstream media, and this administration and the entire Democrat Party can't understand gender. Our universities allow cheating. We have students that take exams online and have a 24-hour period to do it that are cheating. And we think it's okay. We have never instilled values in our students in our horrible public schools. And now our sick universities. And we have this biblical delusion running rampant. This story, now I found this story to give you an idea of the insanity that goes on on college campuses today. Kristen Hawkins is the president of Students for Life. And she was making a presentation to today's college students. Listen to this college student challenging her and with the delusional insanity with which she lives. What about uh, folks who have wounds but uh, are not women? Uh, like trans people, gender, queer folks. Why do you keep saying women when this issue affects more than women? Because there are two genders. There are. I am, I am non-binary. I have a friend who is intersex. Well, this issue affects more than women. It affects trans men. It affects gender, queer folks. Women have wounds. I am not a woman and I have a womb. You are a woman. I know. Let me stop here and ask a question. Can you imagine this same conversation occurring on a college campus 50 years ago? Even 25 years ago? Even 10 years ago? I don't think so. But somehow this has become the new normal in the United States. It is satanic. It is demonic. It is evil. It is all designed to confuse and absolutely destroy. You know, people wonder, and I've, been, I've had people ask this question. Why are you doing this church project thing? Aren't there enough churches out there? Now, if the churches were doing their job, you wouldn't even have a conversation like this on a college campus today. But too many churches have gone completely insane. They have rejected the gospel of Jesus Christ. They've adopted the world. They now push transgenderism. They push for abortion. They push for every manner of evil the Bible, the Bible condemns. They celebrate it. It's hard to find a place that's safe. And that's why we need to create churches, both in person, online, to raise up a generation of Christians that will stand up to this world. 
Now, on Thursday and Friday, I'll talk more about it. A lot of exciting things are happening in the background on that project. And a large number of people are already wanting to be a part of this project. I'll share more on Thursday and Friday. As you know, I'm a pastor at, at heart. I have access to a building. We can do services. We can put them online. We can video them. We can even carry them live on shortwave radio. I'll tell you more later this week. I would love to have a lot of traditional music, but you know, there is some new music that I actually do like. And I ran across this one the other day, and I think it truly fits what we're trying to do. The one who made the heavens made my heart and soul before I drew a breath I was loved and known I am his creation the maker's masterpiece and all that he designs will be done in me my body is a temple of the living God I'll worship in
1 Corinthians chapter 6, beginning at verse 19. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. I really believe that particular song is speaking to a number of people. We need new music like that that actually has a message, not just repetitive lines. I was at a pastor's conference, and I will say one thing. The newer music they had, for the most part, had a message. The traditional music generally always does, that they also used. I want to find that blend of the new and the timeless and integrate that into this church project. Preaching of God's Word, it's a lost art in many churches. They're just happy talk. There are little pep talks after a little concert or maybe after a boring history lesson you sing some hymns that nobody sings anymore or even understands we are bought with a price the bible says we need to gather ourselves together but it's getting hard and in t- let me tell you the church in north korea thrived under persecution and still does so does china Here in the United States, we take it for granted, and too many of our churches have walked away from the truth of an almighty God. I want to do my part to change that, and with your help, we are. I'll talk more about this on Thursday and Friday, but for now, do you support all the work we're doing to bring you the news and bring you the good news of the gospel, if you do? Would you consider making a check payable to Ancient Word Radio? Ancient Word Radio. The mailing address is Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. Chilhowee, Virginia. The zip code is 24319. That's 24319. You can also support us from the website using Give, Send, Go. And we will be back tomorrow with another edition of Truth to Ponder. Until then, may God bless. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.